Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2021 baseball postseason is here. Will Milwaukee win a ring this year? Let's talk about what happened in today's game. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final, and the results are not good as the Milwaukee Brewers fall in game two of the NLDS against the Atlanta Braves. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show presented by the Las Vegas Visitors and Convention Bureau. <laughs> I am live here in Las Vegas. Evan Heffelfinger at the controls uh, back in Milwaukee, and the Brewers get shut out today. Three-zip the final and golden opportunities go by the board, guys, late in this ball game. Pretty incredible that I know we're going to get on the offense a little bit here today. But I will say this, you keep giving yourselves opportunities like this, and uh, someone's, someone's going to hit a, a big one for you. And it just didn't happen today. First and second, nobody out in both of the eighth and ninth innings of this ball game. And, you know, Luke Maley finds himself in a uh, one-swing situation. I'm not so sure about that, guys. I, I got to question a couple of things here. I want to get your reaction here as the series now evened up at a game apiece uh, in the best of five NLDS. Um, I'll start with this. Uh, I want to get your reaction here on this one for sure, but I will start with this. Some of the things I would have done different, and that's what what I'm going to ask you guys. What would you have done different in this game today? And, uh, of of course, you know, everything's – you know, 2020 with hindsight. So you can look back on it and say, well, I'd have done this, that, and the other thing. It started for me, guys, when I saw the lineup today. And it did not surprise me. You know, I wasn't surprised about it. It, um, you know, Manny Pena catching Yelich back down to the five spot. Uh, I, I, again, was not going to raise a big fuss because it didn't surprise me. But I would have personally run out the same lineup yesterday. So you had no Omar in today's game. You had no Rowdy Telez in the game. Rowdy Telez. Yeah, that Rowdy, Rowdy Telez uh, that won the game for you yesterday. So I would have, again, you're facing a lefty. I understand that part of it. But I would have still run out the same guys. Same, same guys. So that, that's one of the things I'd have done. The other thing, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the uh, second inning, uh, Eddie Rosario uh, did bunt for a base hit. Now, with Max Freed just absolutely dealing today, I'm surprised someone, somebody didn't shorten up 
and try and throw a little change in there and, and bunt for a base hit or at least attempt it. I, I was a little surprised by that, but hey, that, that's not Craig Council's thing. He he just doesn't bunt, and not a, probably would not have made the difference in this one. But nonetheless, um, the Brewers just didn't get the big hit late, and that's the thing. They will get big hits late, and it will come. But it just didn't happen today. Want to get your reaction here? Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Little quiet at American Family Field. Uh, early on in this one, as, uh, as you know, again, I, I'm not going to be surprised by that uh, because the Brewers' offense was just striking out at will. I mean, there's just get, get the bat on the ball and go from there. You, you do have to give some credit to the other guys, though. Uh, Freed was on, and we get that. Now, on the other hand, the Brewers pitching. I don't have a problem with the Brewers pitching today. I mean, there, there shouldn't be a problem in three runs given up in a three-zip loss. I mean, your, your offense is expected to score more than three runs to win a ball game. That didn't happen, obviously, today. But Brandon Woodruff goes six innings of three-run ball, and he allows uh, five hits, just one walk, 91 pitches, and seven punch-outs in the performance uh, for Woody. And I really don't have that much to complain about with Woody's, uh, Woody's outing today. You just this whole thing. We we discussed it yesterday at about this time. The whole shooting match, the whole season is based on the Brewers' offense right now. You feel pretty good about that bullpen. How about Aaron Ashby today too? Nice strikeout to Freeman, a scoreless inning. Did allow an infield single and then a walk right after that. I think on the replay it showed that he was out, but no, maybe not. Um, I, you you try and figure that out, but. The Brewers pitching, uh, including the bullpen, that's not what this season's all about. And everyone's going to point to the great pitching for Milwaukee, and, and rightly so. But it will not determine anything this, ser- uh, this season to try and win a World Series. It's going to be about the Brewers' offense. And this offense needs to shorten up at times and get the ball in play. Got to start getting the ball in play. That is the, the biggest f- frustration for me is the amount of swings and misses or swings and fouls, and especially fouling off some damaged pitches. Where you're looking fastball, you get the fastball, and you still don't do anything with it. That's a big problem. But, but that's the, the biggest part of the frustration for me. 414-799-1250. Evan, what was the total strikeouts for Brewers hitters today? Because it's, uh, it, is, it is not a pretty number. 14. <laughs> See, again, I, I just got to say, you need the ball in play, guys. This is what we're going to be hanging on. We talked about these games being low run output games. Fine. But you have to have some runs. At last I heard, you have to have a run at least to win a ball game. That being said, what did you take away from this game today? What would you have done different in today's game? It's still a series, guys. Don't be, uh, we're not all doom and gloom. Keep smiling. The world will smile back. The whole deal. It's fine. They're going to head down to Atlanta for game three on Monday and bounce right back. Now they need to take one down in Atlanta. I assume they will do that, and it just might come back with a uh, game five in Milwaukee. We'll, we'll see. But what would you have done different in this one, Evan? Is there anything that jumps out at you 
maybe that may have had an impact or or would have been the difference maker. Uh, just making contact? Is that too broad of something to say that I would like this <laughs> offense to not strike out 14 times in a game? Yeah, no, I would like to see no, them yeah, yeah. just get on base. That's all I want. And I know we have to give a lot of credit to Max Freed. And yesterday we have to give a ton of credit to Charlie Morton because they were absolutely incredible. The way that they were playing their fastball, and in Freed's case, his like cutter two-seamer that was absolutely disgusting with movement at 94 miles an hour, playing that off of a slider, yeah, it's hard to hit. They they're the Braves' aces and the guys who pitched in the first couple of games for a reason. It's just really disappointing that this offense can't do better, or at least that they're not doing better. We know they can. But they just it's maybe it's just as simple as getting a couple of hits back to back, a couple of breaks to go their way, and then it absolutely flies open. But it just it they look lost. They look lost at the plate. Yeah, and and it's it's unfortunate that uh, you know there's been a lot of games like this this year, and, and so again, this shouldn't be surprising to us. But you you would think. Maybe a little little bit of difference, just getting the ball in play. 14 strikeouts for the Brewers. I guess another note I had here was that, uh, you know, they, they didn't go on attack mode knowing that uh, Freed was throwing first pitch strikes. I mean, it was 0-1 up and down this lineup all day long today. And you didn't decide to go on the attack until I believe it was the fifth inning. Uh, when uh, Adamas and, and company just started jumping a little bit. They jumped all over Brandon Woodruff his second time through, then laid back on Woody the third time through, and Woody had readjusted from there. So you see this little cat and mouse game going on back and forth. I would have went into attack mode first pitch. First pitch, just, just go. Uh, if, if you're thinking breaking ball on the first pitch, it's probably not the, the most optimum situation but just think first pitch strike adjust think fastball adjust to the breaker and go from there but freeze on i mean I, you you you've got it two games in the books here already guys nlds here in the 2021 championship season where all four starters uh morton freed burns and woody all went at least six innings and that does not surprise anybody this is going to be a pitching series but you just hope that one crooked number makes the difference, and it did today. It did for the Atlanta Braves. They jumped on Woody. They got him, and they got him quick. Six batters, five of them, five of the six batters faced in a row off uh, Brandon Woodruff at one point swung at the first pitch of the sequence. So you, you see the ambush. You see the attack. I didn't see that with the Brewers until the one time, and that was right around that sixth inning mark, as I said. 414-799-1250. Take a break. Come back. And uh, still going to have your reaction here. The sky is not falling, folks. <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't know uh, how many thought it would have been a sweep in this one. I didn't think it would go that way. I thought, however, the Brewers would go up 2-0. That didn't happen. So they're going to have to bounce back to retake that advantage where they win down in Atlanta. On Monday, it's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. 
live in the Lakeland University studios, the mobile studios here in Las Vegas. For me, Tim, Evan is back at the studio online, uh, seven locations throughout the state, Lakeland University, lakeland.edu, learn on your terms. Three zip the final, the Brewers get shut out, and we're talking about it here on The Fan. The game's over, and Tim Allen is taking your calls now on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. Dial them up now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Okay, a tough one today at American Family Field. Game two of this year's NLDS. It goes to the Atlanta Braves. Series tied at a game apiece. Let's get to your reaction. The Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Uh, Tim Allen here in Las Vegas, Evan Heffelfinger at the Hales Corner Studios. And let's get to Ron in Rome. Ron, Ron, you're next here on The Fan. Your reaction today? Well, you know, Tim, I'm 65, so I grew up with small ball, and I know that's out of fashion, but I get frustrated. Like, we played the Nationals, and they bunted against us, and uh, that we got, they eliminated us in that, that game doing that. And I just... Uh, it's too late to really, like, you can't just say, hey, start bunting and playing small ball now. They're not set up for that. But it's still like we're playing like we're hitting a lot of home runs, and we're not really hitting a lot of home runs. So we're not making contact. We're striking out. We're not hitting home runs. And that's why I kind of I want to be into the Brewers like I used to be, where I listen to almost every game, and I can't wait to go to a World Series. But, it's like, a part of me is just, like, holding my heart back. And and this is why I just I get frustrated when they're – they can't advance. They have three innings with two, two first and second. They can't even advance in one base. And uh, yeah. I know they they want to. I understand you got like I think Willie Adams was up with no no outs and man for second, and he's a good hitter. So you're like, yeah, let him swing for the fences. But you know maybe it would have been good to just get one run that inning, hit a bunt, and then have a sacrifice fly, and or he just at least hit behind the runners. You know you know the drill. But it, it just yeah oh for it just sure feels like. A World Series team should have better hitting with runners in scoring position, and I just can't let my heart out to them. And it's just so frustrating with our pitches. I feel so sorry for Brandon Woodruff. They were talking before the game. I think there was 12 or 13 games where he didn't get – he got, you know, I think less than one run in support, something like that. But it's just, you know – Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Wasting it. Thanks, yeah, Ron, okay. for the call. I got you, Ron. And, and I, I – yeah, I agree uh, with that. Uh, to to a certain part, and and that is the bunting. I'm not saying bunting was going to make the difference in this game. Certainly not. But I think what it does, though, if you look at what it what it did to Woody, when you bunt for a base hit, guys, it does elevate the pitch count. Unless you're going to erase him on a one pitch double play, but that didn't happen. So it did it it did recycle the lineup a little bit. It does have an impact here. And uh, there'll be better days after the jubilation of yesterday. Um, you know, we come down and get get shut out here in game two, but there'll be better days. There will. And, and we're getting your reaction here. Uh, what, what, you know, you might have done different. And, again, it started with – I loved yesterday's lineup. And I don't think I talked uh, all that much to emphasize that point. Yesterday's lineup, when you have Rowdy Telez in the five spot, Eduardo Escobar hitting sixth, Omar Narvaez is your seven hitter and Kane's your eight hitter. That's a deep, thick lineup to navigate through. It is. 
And when you're looking at Max Fried, the lefty, this whole matchup thing that is set forth by not only Craig Council, but other managers in, in Major League Baseball, I, I just don't agree with it a lot. I, I don't. I, I agree with it uh, sometimes. I do. And I think there's some numbers that would bear that out. You know, but Tim. There's also the eye test. He brought up a good point, too, about Woodruff's run support. I uh, A tweet from Adam McAlvey during the game today. Woody's 2.86 runs of support per nine innings were the lowest of any MLB's qualifying pitchers during the regular season. Yep. They just don't score for Brandon Woodruff this year. They, it, just, it just doesn't happen this year. And today was uh, no different. 799-1250. Let's go out to uh, Waukesha and say hello to James. James, what's on your mind? How are you, Tim? I've been better. How's everything in Las Vegas? <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Come on. Hey, I think this team has taken on the personality of Craig Consul. And he, he takes he takes the approach of let's not lose versus let's win. And and it's it's a it's a science experiment. I don't know I don't I agree with you. You've got to have a starting lineup and you 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 have to stick with it. But it it comes down to offense at this point in time. Let's not even talk about the Brewers pitching. Forget about that. Yep. It's 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 at the top. But I mean, you you can't this has been going on for over a month. This is I mean, well, I, I watched tonight. I'm seeing strike after strike watched, strike after strike watched. These are and these are not Cy Young yep. candidates that we're that we're batting against, right? Charlie, they Martin. are they're very good well, pitchers. Freed's, Freed and Morton are really really good. Right. Two of the best, man. Oh, okay, all right, but they're not they're not in the mention of Cy Young candidates, right? Charlie Morton has been in his career. Close, yeah. All right, but I, but I see what you're saying, I James. I, I, I see what, what you're saying. It's to to me, it's the first pitch. It's the first pitch strikes. I mean, I, I've I haven't seen this team, and I what was this about a month and a half or two ago, Evan, on one of the shows, uh, we had a little conversation, and you too, James, about the Brewers. I just don't see them in attack mode offensively as much exactly. as the opposition. I just, I'm just saying, exactly. I don't see them on the attack too much. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Boston, the Giants—they—they they have no—they have no problem scoring runs. Okay, they might have other problems, but but we we just can't hit the ball. I, I have never. Well, they'll, seen they'll, they'll, they they will. It's one, you know, it's one hit today that probably would have made the difference, James. I got to scoot uh, seven nine nine. Th- uh, Twelve fifty. Thanks, thanks for the call, James. Great, great points. Uh, let's go to uh, Ron. Another Ron. Ron, you're next here on the fan. Hey there. So I'll preface everything I'm going to say with: I called your show a couple of weeks ago and said the Cardinals were who we were going to meet in the NLCS. So maybe I'm a little off, but I did want to say one positive thing about the game today. Man, some of those fastballs that Ashby was throwing, the movement on those things were incredible. I mean, Ron, I know, I'll, let me just say, let me just say, I'll let you, I'll let you finish. I, I noticed the same thing. And where did you and I, big Brewers fans for many, many years, 
Where did our minds go when Ashby was put into a playoff game for the first time in his in his young career, and he strikes out Freddie Freeman? The first thing I thought of, Ron, and I think you'll agree, is Burns, Woody, Peralta, Ashby, look out NL Central in the next four years. That's the one thing I thought of during that oh, outing today. Amen to that. I mean, the, the, the future for this pitching staff is almost limitless right now. The, the thing is, we, we need an offense, right? And, and during the game, you know, you ask what you'd do different. I guess I might not have used Telez in the sixth inning or fifth inning as a pinch hitter, um, only because he's more of your power guy and there was nobody on base. I want an on-base guy there. Maybe I, I switch and use Peterson there. But even down at the end of the game, I was going to question using Vogelbach where you did because you had to know they were going to change pitchers then. And yeah. maybe Pena versus Jackson might have seemed better. But then again, the only function, I hate to say it against a left-handed starter, the only function Vogelbach has in that situation is to make them pull out a right-handed reliever because he's not going to ever get a hit off a lefty. He's like three for 30. I mean, you, you can't count on that. Um, at the end of the game, you know, some people might question letting Maley have that at bat. But, again, what was your choice? Your choice was having Maley and then Narvaez or Narvaez and then Bradley bat. I'll take Maley over Bradley getting it at bat any day right now. I would probably agree with that too, Ron. Yeah, th- thanks for the call. But I, I would have went Omar. And I just I feel bad for Omar Narvaez. Now, d- don't get me wrong. He has struggled offensively in the second half of the season. He, he was outstanding, I, w- I would say, for, for the last couple of months. The first four months of the season, he, he, was, uh, he was dynamite. He was very consistent, and you know, I think things did tail off. But, again, that is, I, I look at it this way uh, at times. I just look at it as that's Omar Narvaez, okay? That's Omar right there, and that's Luke Maley right there. A journeyman catcher finds himself with the game on the line with only one out, guys. Let's, let's not mistake that either. But Luke Maley or Omar Narvaez, before I even look into the numbers, before I even delve into the numbers, that's kind of the way it's, it goes for me. But, again, that's, <laughs> that's probably why I'm not a big league manager for sure. Uh, let's go to uh, Cody at seven nine nine twelve fifty. You're next on the fan here. Hey Tim, I know it's a tough loss tonight, man. I know a lot of people are ready to jump off the cliff. Look, I was at the game. Trust me, I'm devastated by the loss. But here's the thing: Council is a manager. We're talking about a two-time World Series champion. The two teams that he was on that won the World Series, we're talking about elite pitching, and that's what the Brewers have this year. I know a lot of people are disappointed in the bats right now because we haven't been producing at the plate, but you got to look at this team. The pitching has carried us the entire season, man. And look, the bats are going to produce when we need them to produce. Because we lost game two, the series is not over by any stretch. We have Freddie coming in game three. Traditionally, Freddie has been amazing on the road as a starting pitcher. And then you've got the Cy Young front runner Corbin Birds, pitching game four with Woodruff, potentially pitching game five at home to clinch this series. I mean, I know a lot of people are disappointed with the bats. 
don't get me wrong. I am too, man. The bats have been frustrating as far as inconsistency the entire season, but we got to understand where Council's coming from as far as the managerial aspect goes. The guy has proven over the last seven years that he's taken this team above and beyond what the expectation is. Let's trust the pitching. The bats will come through when we need them to come through. We got this series. We cannot start freaking out because they lose one game at home in this series. What do you think, Tim? Well stated. Well said. It's just well said. Cody, thanks, dude. It, it really is. And I agree with that. I, I totally do. It's, this is so much fun, guys. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're, you're not going to take it off the sheet. There's a lot of talented teams and players in the postseason. That's well, how they got here. It's like I said last yeah. night after you dropped off, Tim. We would love all of our teams to win every single game in the postseason, but that's just not how it goes. All of the teams that made it to the playoffs, they made it there for a reason. They're a great baseball team. The Braves are a really, really good baseball team with a lot of great players. The Brewers are going to drop some games on the way to a World Series. That's going to happen. We can't overreact to games unless it is like a blaring major issue that is that can easily be fixed. That's probably when you can be outraged. But right now, it's just one game. You went up against one of their best pitchers. There's still a lot of great positives to pull from this game. Yeah, there there are. You're you're right. But I will say this: you say you know one little thing could turn turn the tide here a little bit. You you did see in yesterday's game one victory that a defensive play can just change the entire environment of a baseball game. That game was dangerously close to getting out of control early yesterday. But the play from Telez in in the uh, first inning for the double play, now you had uh, sort of a similar type situation um, in in that third inning where they got a couple off, off Woody. And that was on the Freddie Freeman base hit, Luis Urias is the man that's got to tell Colton Wong four 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 four. He's got to yell four four four. That means throw the ball. You're telling the cut that you're going home. You're going to base four. I mean that's just the way it's done. That didn't happen because Wong should have hosed Solaire. That should have been an out on the base fast at home plate. That to me was a little bit of a, a turning point because you guys at American Family Field. If Solaire gets hosed by Wong right there, I mean, we're, we're, you guys are going crazy. I mean, that's going to change again to change the environment like that. Got to watch those little things because runs, they're at a premium here. And so you have to just, man, that, that to me, I was like, whoa, wait a second. Why didn't he just turn and throw him out? And he didn't obviously get the message. I'm talking about Colton Wong on the Freddie Freeman RBI base hit. All right, 799-1250. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're next on the fan. Brewers fall in game two. Hey, Tim. Uh, well, I hope you're having fun in Vegas. I'm sure you are. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I, 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 it's hard for me to get too upset. I've reached a level of acceptance with, with the offense on this team probably months ago <laughs> where I, I kind of – I mean, this to me was what was always going to be the end result of this season. And I just, I don't, I don't know what you can do. First off, Omar, 
you, you care to guess what Nomar Narvaez hits against left-handed pitchers? Yeah, uh, I think like a buck thirty or something like that. Yeah, four OPS. So yeah, it is Omar Narvaez. Yep. You do not want him. I mean, yeah, Luke Maley's Luke Maley, but he did, he did hit the ball hard. I will say he hit the ball hard. It just was mm-hmm. right to third base. But no, I mean, I don't think there's anything they can do until they completely overhaul this offense with the personnel, with the approach, with how they do things. I've called in before, and, and I'm not trying to pin everything on Yelich, but. This is what happens when your $230 million middle-of-the-order stud forgets how to hit and doesn't hit with any power and doesn't drive runs in. You know, Keston here has been long forgotten about about this year, but he was expected to be a middle-of-the-order power bat. And a lot of this got glossed over, A, because the pitching is unbelievably good, and B, because they started piling up runs and spurts against teams like the Pirates and the Cubs and the Reds and in the Rockies, et cetera, et cetera. But I had a feeling when they got to the playoffs that this was going to happen. And I don't think that it's going to change in a five-game series. Is the series over? Technically, no. The pitching's going to keep them in every game. But they're one Rowdy Tellez good swing off a mistake pitch away from having scored zero runs at home. And I don't know how it's going to get better. They don't have the personnel to me, it's going to take a complete rewiring of this offense. But they've got a window with the pitching. I don't think they can win a World Series yeah. this year. I don't think there's a chance. They can in the next few years. No, your, your, your points, you, you, Mike, you're not alone. You're not alone in that sentiment. Not at all. Yeah. I'm going to refrain on the Christian Yelich thing for a an offseason sure, or an early next it. season you know, conversation. I but and yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I, I mean – I feel like I'm too hard on the guy about all season, but again, he is supposed to be a middle of the order MVP candidate. And if he's not driving in runs and hitting for power, he has to start over. I mean, I can't stress it enough. Everything, everything revolves around him. You can only get so much out of William Adams, Avi Garcia and, and Omar Narvaez and, and Colt Wong. It just, it's not going to be enough to go very far if you're not getting any power from Yelich. Yep. All right. I got you, Mike. Thank you. And, and, and again, Evan and I discussed this. Uh, Thanks for the call uh, prior to getting on the air today. And I, I know, I know what's in uh, the conversational uh, bullet points and where the target is. I want an explanation outside of, well, it's just baseball. So we can delve deeper into that in the offseason and, and into next year. Right now, well, he had a hit and a walk today. I mean, so, so he is contributing, as Craig Council would say, but that's not the definition of a Christian Yelich, just contributing. The definition of Christian Yelich is controlling the game, controlling a series, owning, get on my shoulders. And that just hasn't happened. So you just say, hey, this it not shocking that it's about the Brewers' offense. It is going to be for the rest of the year here in the championship season. <laughs> it's coming down to the offense, and we see it today. And and Mike, you're you're right also in your one swing away from getting shut out in two games at home, and that's that's a scary thought. But you're even one one. You've got studly pitching. There's no question. You're going to be in every game. They're going to be nail biters. It's going to be close, and they're going to hurt when it doesn't go your way. 
Uh, Big Rig, what's going on? You're next. I uh, thought I'd get you in here before the break. I appreciate that, Tim. Yeah, I uh, just wanted to call in. I heard a couple of people in a row. It, it sounds like everybody's ready to cut tail and go pack go, and, and we're, we're over here. It's like, like you just said, it's one-to-one. Um, we've got amazing pitch. Even the last caller, uh, I think his name was Michael. He said, we've got amazing pitching, but I knew this was going to happen. This was going to be the result the whole year when we got to the postseason. Of course we can't hit. And the, and the other gentleman, oh, we can never, we can't hit. You know, we hit a lot during the year. And if people forget, uh, we were dynamite against the NL West all season. We took care of the Dodgers. We took care of the Padres before they were terrible. We took care of the Giants. Like, we beat good teams all year long. This is not a franchise that... that came by its record on a fluke. Uh, we've got enough offense for, to support this pitching. But like you said, some nights are going to go this way. They were not shut out but a handful of times this entire season as an offense. So people have got to stop this. And, you know, and, I, and I guess I can't tell anybody else how to fan, but people should not be so doom and gloom immediately after one bad offensive performance. Like you guys said, Max Fried is an upper echelon starting pitcher in this league. Yep. He had the best ERA in the second half in Major League Baseball. It was like it was under two. It was like a one three six or something like that. I heard the stat the other day. He was on his game since July. And some of those games aren't going to go the Brewers way. And they ran into a really good pitcher. Charlie Morton's a really good pitcher and they got to him. You know, game three is game three. Both teams in this series better road records and home records this year. So nothing's over and yeah. people just they gotta roll with it a little bit better in my opinion. Yeah, no, I I hear you, and I'm I'm. This is as I said a few minutes ago, Adam. I mean, this is fun. This is the fun. This is why why we went through the grind of this, you know, 162 in six months. I mean, when you think about that, pinch yourself and enjoy it. I know the losses are tough, and me too. And you, you know, you For let sure. it let it loose a little bit, Adam. Yeah, Adam, I got a scoop, but we'll be we'll be in touch. Um, but but you let it loose a little bit, and and then you go from there and. You know, and all told, it is sort of the fun factor of the postseason again for the fourth consecutive year. Now you want to win. Okay, now you make adjustments. So we're going to hear from Craig Council coming up in a little while. We'll hear from Brandon Woodruff in just a bit. The Brewers get shut out today. Again, Woody, six innings, three-run ball. You're going to win more games than not when you get that type of starting pitching. And another positive, Aaron Ashby. Aaron Ashby steps into a postseason game, and it's a game at three zip, guys. It is. The Brewers had multiple runners in the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings. Their one swing from this potentially going into extras or winning the ball game. It's just that simple. So that was no low leverage situation for Aaron Ashby. And when he struck out Freddie Freeman, as I said a few minutes ago, first thing I thought of is look at the future of this front four in the rotation of Woody Burns, Peralta, and Ashby. It's, it's something special. It's really cool. It's young. It's controllable. That's, I mean, those are, those are some of the positives. All right, we'll take a break here. Uh, it's Tim live here in Las Vegas. There's uh, Evan Heffelfinger back at the studios in Milwaukee, and it's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show after a Brewers game, two loss, series even, at a game apiece. We'll be right back here on The Fan. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. 
Welcome back. Yeah, ABC Audio Video, play of the game. Oh, boy. Let's see here. Let's go to the offense here. We have, ooh, yeah, no runs. Uh, that can't be the ABC Audio Video play of the game. How about the Willie Adamas catch in the first inning? That is your play of the game. And you guys at American Family Field were loving that play. All right, welcome back. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Post Game Show. I know I got a couple of messages uh, the last uh, 24 hours or so uh, asking what I'm doing in Vegas during the, uh, during the playoffs here. And just, just to let you guys know, uh, it was unavoidable, and I, th- I, I hope you understand. It's a uh, family reunion out here, and so there's, you know, 25 to 30 of us. I didn't pick the dates. Um, and had I picked the dates, it would not have been in October because I knew Brewers baseball was going to be playing postseason baseball. But uh, I've got a big, huge celebration tonight, family reunion uh, over at Treasure Island um, in just a little while. So I hope you understand that. But in the meantime, we're making it work here as uh, the Brewers fall in game two of the NLDS series tied at 1-1. Let's get back to more reaction. Uh, let's squeeze Harper in. Marshall, you'll be next. John, Mike, uh, the rest of you guys just hang in there. Harper, you're on the fan. What's on your mind? Um, so when I was at the game, there was that one where they called it safe. That, that Escobar. What, that Escobar one. Um, but from what we yes. see, it definitely looked like it was not. It was like an out. Could you guys see a different view from on the TV? Okay, thanks. Thanks for the call. And Harper, I love that name. I love the name Harper. Um, Evan, Evan, we took a look at it here. You took a look at it there. I mean, what are we seeing here? It kind of looked like it touched, but okay, this is a replay rearing its ugly head again. Listen, I don't think that I can say either way because I could say one way. Baseball is going to say another. I don't think they know whether it was the correct call or not. So. I sorry to give a, po- a political answer, but I don't know. I could see that one going both ways. Of course, it didn't go the Brewers' way. No, no, it didn't. And so we're we're, we're arguing. We would have argued about that call without replay, and we're arguing about that call with replay. Is my point, guys? Get rid of replay altogether. All sports. Just remember, the board. New Zero, York and none. the umpires hate Milwaukee. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. There were some sketchy calls in this game, too, behind the plate. I, w- I will say that. And yesterday was not good on both sides. Uh, let's get Marshall in here. Marshall, you're on the fan. Three zip. Brewers fall. Well, uh, good evening, guys. And uh, sorry, Evan, if I was just a tad short there. I was just frustrated at the last three innings there. Um, you know, we're going to be fine. I don't think the sky is falling. And by the way, Tim, glad you're having a great time in Las Vegas. I can relate to some past family reunions of mine that not in Vegas, but have been in other very warm parts of the country. So I, I know you're having a great time. Well, it's, it's, a, it's weird, Marshall, because it's, it's not, I think it's more of an escape just to dip into the personal life here. just a tick. Everyone goes through it. Everyone has their challenges. I understand. Absolutely. This is sort of too. the last year nice and a half or two. We've lost yeah, we've lost a couple of members of the family. Uh, my brother, my father in the last couple oh, of years, and, and there's been others. So it's sort of to commemorate and get together and love on each other and, and be a good distraction. I can relate to some of that myself uh, with mine. Uh, but 
anyway, I just just a couple of things. I'll I'll be short. My uh, sports day. Oh, the only thing great thing that happened today was the Badgers did get a win. Uh, my Tar Heels. Uh, they're they're so schizophrenic right now. It's uh, not even funny. But uh, onto the Brewers. Uh, it was. I like what your callers have said. I think they've they've summed it up very well. I I I, I was thinking like you do and some of your callers that a bunt in one of those situations would have been the order of the day. I'll even tell you this. I thought in the bottom of the ninth when we got the first two on, uh, why not have Lorenzo bunt? He's capable of. He's even capable of beating one out. Think of what loaded bases and nobody out would have done to that crowd and done to done to even it would have put the Braves maybe on their heels. So, yeah, we're going to have to mix it up a little more. I do agree with you on the lineup that I, I would have done some things differently too today. But, uh, you know, it's 1-1, and I think, frankly, the first thought out of my mouth was two runs in 18 innings, folks. We're lucky to be 1-1 right now. Let's look at it that way, that we're – we better thank our lucky stars. Rowdy came through yesterday because, my goodness, our hitting does have to get better or we're not going much farther. But I think we're going to win at least a game in Atlanta. It'd be nice to be 3-1, but it is now looking more and more maybe like a game five. But I think we just got to keep the faith right now, keep the optimism going, and uh, don't even think about the, one of the California teams right now. We just flat have to get through this one first. It's going to be a, it's going to be a roller coaster ride. But hey, it's postseason. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, you got it. All right, thank thank, thank you, you. Marshall. I, I appreciate that. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. I bounce right back. Yeah, we could be looking at a game five. They split down in Atlanta. It's coming back home. Game five. Wow. I mean, this is a a, a ton of fun. Uh, let's go to John. John, you're next on the fan. Go ahead, John. Hey there, uh, Timmy. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, it was a tough, uh, tough game, you know, tough, uh, loss, but you know what? Uh, the Atlanta Braves are a good team too. Uh, they wouldn't be there if they weren't a good team. So, uh, you're not going to win every game in a lot of these series. You know, the, I think the market Brewers have, have got to take the uh, market bucks approach to this, uh, playoffs. Um, you know, like when the Bucks were down 0-2 to the uh, Brooklyn Nets, I mean, a lot of people were pushing the panic button there. But, uh, you know, that's the way it goes. You know, you're going to have to – you're going to bounce back. And um, I think the Brewers have got the team to get it done. Hopefully they have the same luck as the Milwaukee Bucks this year. Um, they just go to Atlanta next, uh, win a game over there, and uh, a game or two, and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, we'll be yeah, all right, yeah, though. Yeah, no. You're you're on it, yeah, and and it's it, thanks, John. They've they've shown the resiliency all season long. They've they've been uh, tied in a series and have taken the series how many times? They've been down a one in a series throughout the season. Now again, granted, it's playoffs, maybe a little different animal, but again, uh, it's it's the COVID. It's it's all the the. Injury list this year, and I haven't compiled the master list quite yet. I, I'm pretty sure I have them all. I, I just want to make sure I have them all. It's been amazing, guys. It's been truly amazing what this team and the grind has put them through to get to this point. And they deserve to be at this point. And they've earned the spot to be in this point. And quite frankly, top to bottom, I believe this, that they're a better team than the Atlanta Braves. And more times than not, the better team is going to take a series. 
more times than not. Let's get Mike in here. Mike, you're next on the fan. Go ahead. Hey, Tim. Uh, hey, uh, you know what Big Rig and a couple other guys said? Uh, it gets me a little upset. He's, you know, like, don't, I don't want to tell other fans how to be fans. Well, then don't. don't you know, just react to what, to what you feel <laughs> on the game. Don't, don't say that and then say, you know, you know, let me react to how I want to react. If I want to be negative, and this is Mike, the guy who's, Glass half empty, uh, was half full uh, going in. But yep, yep. The, thing, the thing that bothers me, Tim, about today's loss, it is just one loss. I get it. It's a five-game series. But you had the opportunity to go up 2 nothing at home. And I know the Brewers are a better team on the road than they are at home. But you couldn't even play to run today. I mean, that, to, to me, I, I know that there are going to be games that that's going to happen. But for some odd reason, when Woodruff is pitching, this team just does not play runs. And how many guys did they leave on seven or eight today? You can't. That's the thing. You know, oh, don't worry about it. The Brewers' bats will come alive. Well, when? Today would have been the opportune time because their bats weren't really alive yesterday either. They won in spite of not being able to hit. And the last 15 games of this season, they lost 10 games. That's what concerns me about this team. It's not the pitching. It's the lack of hitting. And we, for some reason, in Milwaukee can't get the two to coincide, pitching and hitting. And it, st- it starts to tick me off because then, like I said, you hear from other fans to tell you, oh, just calm down. Well, hey, this is, this is the, probably their best opportunity to win a World Series, probably since they were in the World Series last. So, I mean, I'm passionate. I'm not going to shut up because some other caller tells me that I need to calm down. Hey, I hope the Brewers win this series. I want them to. I think they will. But, man, if they face the Dodgers and they're still not hitting, there's no chance in hell they're going to beat the Dodgers. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mike. All right. That, that's fine. And your concerns are valid. I'm concerned, too, about this offense. Uh, how about this? We put it this way. The rest of this championship run will be determined by the offense. It's that simple. And the offensive, get the ball in play, move runners over, get them on, get them over, get them in, execute, um, you know, a a sacrifice. All of those things come into play, and they're magnified in the postseason. Your concerns are extremely bad. I'm concerned concerned about the same thing, the exact same thing. It's going to be determined by this offense. And you just hope that the hype, the resiliency of this group – they can get rolling offensively, and we've seen it for windows of time this year. And we just hope. I can't guarantee it. Because if, if you were to bet on it, and me not being a, uh, a betting man, as I sit here in Las Yeah, Vegas, he says right. from Vegas um, for sure. <laughs> right. right. I would bet against it, honestly. I mean, if you were to put money on it, but that doesn't say it can't happen, and it could happen. Look at the traffic in the 7th two on, two out. Look at the traffic in the eighth, two on, nobody out. Look at the traffic in the ninth, two on, nobody out. It's right there, and you've got the pitching to buy the time. Remember, back in uh, May, June, July range, mainly May, May and June, the pitching's so good, it just buys you additional offensive time for these guys to come up with a hit. It's got to continue. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. The better team should prevail in five. Let's find out. We can re-rack uh, after that, but let's go at it back uh, in game three down in Atlanta. 
All right, uh, let's get to uh, Bart, who is at American Family Field. And, Bart, we're swerving all over the road here, some big concerns on the offensive side, but the pitching, not too much to complain about in either game. Well, you just gonna introduce me like a rando? Give me, give me, give me the, give me the. Let's go. Yeah, Bart Winkler from the Bart Winkler Morning Show, heard here on the fan <laughs> Monday through Friday, six to ten a.m. There we go. Grease that up a little. Um, I'll tell you right now, as I walk out of here, I feel like I'm coming back at some point. I don't feel like I won't be coming back at all of this stadium, but I know that the callers, mm-hmm. especially lately. We're at the ends of different spectrums. And if let me just like lay out the, the realness of what's going on. This, again, is, you know, we're, we're so used to these seven-game series, and I think a lot of us just rode the highs and lows of the Bucks championship. And in those series, there were, some, there were some lows where you thought it was over. So the script on this thing can't be written until, it's, you know, until the series is over. But the five-game series, man, it is a different beast than a seven-game set. Because what you had here was two games at home, and you got to think you win the home games if you've got the home field advantage and you're golden. The Brewers, you need to win game one if you're the Brewers. You need to win game one. But if you're the Braves, you just have to come out of here with a split. And so for the road team, it's almost like, all right, well, let's just go there, take one, and then we'll have two at home, and then our crowd's going to feel the momentum and the pressure's going to be on the home team. So you would rather, out of five games, have three at home. But the way that it's set up, and especially if they get to the next round where it's 2-3-2, you know, you almost want to be the road team in that scenario because then you can go split the first two, and then they never get it back to the to the other city. So this is a game that was crucial for that reason. And also, when we look back at however this goes down, the Brewers had their chances. This was a winnable game. And it usually is in a close series like this, who loses the series, the team that loses the most winnable games. And this was a winnable game tonight. Even with the Braves putting up three, they had opportunities every single inning in the last three innings, and they couldn't get it done. And, you know, if a guy like Mike wants to call up and be super concerned about that, he's, he's got every right to be because in a five-game series, this thing could end yeah. by Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's magnified, uh, Bart. Everything is magnified because it is a shorter series here. And, and I think the concerns on the offense, I can't chastise those concerns at all because I'm concerned about the same thing. This is going to have to be an offense where they just they just kick and scratch and fight their way to everything they can get. And, and you're right, though. They're one swing, a winnable game, yes. One swing, really, from going up to 2-0. But, but with what Craig Council is going to tell you is that you, you keep giving yourself opportunities. Eventually, you're going to break through. The problem with that is, the slight problem with that is, as you just said, Bart, is the fact that this is a shorter series and someone's got to step up and get the ball in play. All right. I know I'm like the game reporter, but can you refresh me? When uh, Tyrone Taylor was up, there was no outs, right? Uh, was that, uh, was that the, check it out, Evan. Was that the seventh or the eighth? Yeah. Cause Volgi was going to come in. I think this was the seventh or maybe there was a couple of outs, but it just, it's, it felt like in, in you know, it's kind of irrelevant. Two outs. Let me, let me dig my, okay. Let me dig my, yeah, that was the seventh inning. 
All right, I'll dig myself out. Uh, it, 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 it still felt like the only way that they were going to score on that play was, even with two outs, was a home run. And, yeah, that would have got yeah. the crowd going crazy. And since Big Dan was up there and everybody's mind already went there, and then he put Tyrone up and Council said, well, I just thought in that situation he was more likely to bop one. Maybe that's where this team is. If, if they don't hit the home run, we're back to this again. Because they were, they were playing that matchup on who's going to hit a home run and tie that game right there. Not who's going to help us get one run across, who's going to help us you know, maybe drive in a couple of these guys. They wanted a home run there. And maybe that's one of the problems. I, I don't know. When you, have, when you have an offense you know, like this that's been struggling for the 15 games or the whole month of September, and I really don't think there's much, much to that. The, 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 the momentum, it was a week off. I, I don't think that we're going to look back and say to the Brewers, should have tried harder against the Cardinals and the Dodgers. I don't think that. But th- there are problems with the offense, and they don't have a lot of time to, to figure it out. Now the Braves can say the same thing. They're not cranking balls out there right now, you know. but they're, they're facing against our best pitchers, and we kind of did the same for them. So game three, pivotal. Craig won't officially say, yeah. but I, I would think it's Freddie. <laughs> he's got to have a huge – he's got to have an outing of his life because you've got to put this team on your back on Monday – Otherwise, you're down one on Tuesday, and it's a clincher in, in yeah. Atlanta. You you lose one, you might as well lose them both. Ticking time bomb is the Brewers' offense, and I think they're ready to go. I do. I, I think you, you you're going to see a big inning coming soon. Now, we'll we'll look back on the two games in Milwaukee, the front two of this uh, best of five, and we'll look at um, you know the Brewers' offense. They scored two runs. Look at the other. Look at the flip side to this. The the Brewers pitching held the Braves to four runs in the two games. I mean, you easily probably should have been up 2-0 in this series. But, hey, so goes the game of baseball, man. That's, that's, that's why you play them. And did it uh, – final thing, Bart, did it, did it surprise you that we're, we're seeing, you know, Tyrone Taylor and, and Luke Maley in these huge situations? Uh, to me, it wasn't surprising that Manny Pena was in the lineup today. But uh, Taylor in a big spot, Luke Maley in maybe a bigger spot. Your thoughts? No, I was going to, uh, on, on DraftKings, you can do single game entries. And I, I was going to play Tyrone as my captain on a lark today that I thought he might get a big pinch hit spot there. And I thought this could be a Tyrone Taylor bench game. He, he's the kind of guy who has earned to be in that moment. I don't have any problem with it being Tyrone Taylor. Uh, Luke Maley, I don't, you know, he was the surprise ad. I don't know. I, we, with having three catchers, that's kind of why you have three catchers, and so you don't have to get in those situations. So that one maybe could be questioned. But I, I'm telling you, man, Monday is so crucial. You think you think you got the you think you got the edge being the home team, and you just don't. The other thing I want to say is for those that were watching on TV, I've seen some complaints about this. Uh, there is no need to worry if the fans are into it or not. TBS's microphones are apparently terrible. This crowd has been their, great. their crowd absolutely mics are awful. Great. Abs- this this crowd has been I mean, absolutely uh, great for two straight days, and I, I just I just hope that people understand that TBS is the one dropping the ball, yeah. not Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Bart, and let, let me just say this. Now, this this is where uh, old radio guy gets on his soapbox, and I'm I'm going to tell you this with my experience of broadcasting for 34 years. 34 years of broadcasting. I don't care if it's TV or radio. Mix the sound with your ears. 
stop with the eyes. This is an audio thing. It's about your ears. Guys, I'm talking to you in the booth. I'm talking to you guys at Bally's. I'm talking to all you guys at the flagship, all of you guys. All of you guys, stop looking at VU meters and mix to what the audience is hearing. It's, Bart, I couldn't agree with you more. The, the crowd mics for TBS, it's, it sounds like they're in a library. Well, I just, that's the thing I don't understand as I just approach my car and uh, I left my window down. I'm clean. <laughs> that's what I, that I don't understand. All, all that we've ever been talking about for the last year is, oh, it'll be great to get these playoff crowds. It'll be great to get these playoff crowds. Um, you know, why, why wouldn't you highlight that if you're TBS? So I don't get it. Yeah. All right, Bart. Well, we'll uh, be listening Monday morning. You'll be talking some uh, Packers football and, of course, uh, Milwaukee Brewers game three. That is a uh, noon start. So after the last bit, you make the switch and we'll talk more. Bart, drive safe. Yeah, actually, we're going to talk more about lacrosse beating Oshkosh today, 30-21 to 21 in D3 football. That's, that's what I care about today. <laughs> All right. See you later. There's Bart Winkler, Bart Winkler. Uh, morning show weekdays here on the fan. There's Evan Heffelfinger, and we're going to get to uh, Craig Council here. Uh, who else are we going to hear from, Evan? I would imagine Brandon Woodruff. Yeah, we're going to hear from Woody and Christian Yelich, who went one for three with a walk today. Both of them talk together, and it looks like that's going to be a theme throughout the playoffs, so they right. will both talk. Right. Very good, yes. And uh, I'm going to uh, turn uh, myself loose here. You you uh, take it from here, Evan. I'm going to get over. I've got about ten minutes to shower and and get over to uh, the Treasure Island. So I got to pour myself into a cab, and I will uh, talk to you guys again on Monday after hopefully a game three victory as the Brewers fall in this one three zip the final series tied at a game apiece. I love this though, guys. It's postseason baseball, man. There's going to be some downs along with the ups like yesterday. And it's just, it's part of the landscape. It's just, just part of what postseason baseball is. And it, I, what I'm really digging is the fact that everyone is situational, uh, situational now in our conversations. And it's that specific situation. It's a certain pitch. It's a certain bullpen move. It's a uh, pulling back Daniel Vogel back to, to go ahead and go Tyrone Taylor there. And Luke Maley, what is he doing up there? That's I, I really enjoy that, and I uh, I hope to continue that uh, with you guys on Monday. Evan, I'll I'll turn uh, you on to the uh, microphone and mix with your ears is the moral of the story today. <laughs> I know you I know that's what you do, but you guys have a great time. Stick around. We're gonna hear from Christian Yelich, Brandon Woodruff, and Craig Council right here on the Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. We will hear from the Skipper in just a minute. Welcome back into the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin baseball postgame show. I'm Evan Heffelfinger, picking up right where Tim left off. 
There is still a few minutes left of this show. If you want to call in, you can at 414-799-1250 like Shane did. Shane, you're on the fan. How's it going? Hey, guys. Doing fantastic. How are you? We are doing, well, we could be doing better, but still happy to be one and one. Well, I'm going to give you a little bit different perspective. I'm actually a Braves fan, but uh, from Wisconsin, leaving the game tonight. And I would say this, you guys do a phenomenal job. The Thank last you. 20 minutes on hold, we've heard some good calls, and we've also heard some people where, I've, quite frankly, I, I'm, I'm dumber than I was 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Here's the bottom line on this, okay? These games are 50-50, all right? Tonight, you faced Max Freed. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball, and the offense wasn't working. I'll give you that. It's one-to-one. But the one guy they called, and I wish I could remember his name, he's about ready to play the Brooks was here card from Shawshank Redemption. You're okay, Brewer fans. It's one-to-one. You're fine. And it just blows me away. You guys have been in the postseason four straight years. You got one of the best GMs in baseball. Craig Council's forgot more about the game in the last 30 seconds than anybody listening to this show combined. And you got some fans jumping off the cliff. At this time last night, listening to the same show, great show, most people are making their World Series parade plans. And now right. they get beat by Max Freed and the Braves bullpen, which has been okay minus Will Smith, and you lose the game and the world is falling. Help me understand what's so bad about tonight's game offensively. Like, seriously, he got beat by Max Freed. I'm a Braves fan. And I believe it was Winkler said it before. Braves aren't hitting either. Why? What a shocker. Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff <laughs> shut the Braves down? Oh, my God, the Braves' offense is horrible. I can't believe Sinekers lineup. What is wrong with this offense? This is postseason baseball, guys. Right. It's postseason baseball. Every little thing matters. Look at the last couple of games. What's been significant the last two games for the Braves' first inning yesterday? They didn't score, but what was big? A wild pitch. What was big yesterday for the Brewers scoring? A hit batsman. It's so difficult. It is so tough. To win a game at this level, it is so tough. you got to win 11. You're not going to win 11 in a row. You're going to lose games. It's a prize fight. i got news for you, Brewer fans. If you win the World Series, you probably get shut out. Come on, guys. Like, really? Seriously? Like, what do you expect? You got beat by Max Freed. You get beat by me. You get beat by Max <laughs> Freed. And people are just up in arms about this offense. To steal a line from Aaron Rodgers, Brewer fans, I'm a Braves fan, but to steal a line from Aaron Rodgers, Brewer fans, just relax. Just relax. You guys are okay. All right. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate the call. Thank you for calling in. Not a Brewers fan calling in. We always appreciate those. I agree. There is something to be said about overreacting to one game. Like I said last night, you're not going to win every single game, and it's just how it goes. It's baseball. All of these teams are really, really good. You're not going to go 11-0 and heading into a World Series win. And nobody knows that better than Craig Council, who we're going to hear from right here. Craig, how would you think Woody pitched that song? He's sort of getting used to not getting a lot of run support, but he always seems to keep that game. I thought Woody pitched really well. Um... You know, I did, some of the pitches, they, they had some good pitches. Uh, the the changeup to Albies was below the zone. Changeup to, to Riley was down and away. They like, got in a pretty good spot. You know, the, the Freeman breaking ball was probably middle, but, um, you know, to get beat extra base hits on a ball and a pretty darn good pitch, you, you tip your cap, really. Uh, so, 
thought he pitched well. Adam? We asked about this trend before, but him not getting the support. Do you think the hitters know that? Do you think it bothers them the way we no. pitch? No. Well, I, I think it bothers the hitters not to score runs, but I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with Brandon. Okay, David. Hey, Craig. Um, Max hey, Free. Dave. How you doing, man? Good. Max Freed, uh, I know you know what he's done in the second half. What did you see from him tonight that uh, is making him so successful in this second half? Yeah, I mean, it's just a ton of strikes. Uh, there's, there's no free pitches for the hitters. Um, he's, he doesn't leave stuff in the middle. Um, you know, the, the, the slider is a, a really good pitch to the right-handed hitters, kind of bears on their hands, and then he pairs that with a, a fastball on their hands. Um, so he's, he's just, you know, a, a really good pitcher executing a lot of pitches. Spells a tough night for the offense. What? Hey, Craig. Um, you know, obviously the results weren't which one, but what did you think of just the at-bats versus uh, Reed and just the approach that you guys had tonight? Yeah, again, I mean, I have to go look back and look at it, but again, I didn't, I didn't think there was a lot of pitches to hit again, um, and that's a credit to their to their pitcher. Um, you know, we we just we, against Freed, I thought Freed threw the ball really good. You know, I, we we had some pitches to hit against their bullpen that that we just fouled off, frankly, a lot of a foul balls on kind of the pitches we had to hit. Steve. Just regarding that, those last few winnings, you got a couple of runners on base each of the last three innings against the bullpen. Anything you can take from that moving forward? Or no, I mean, I mean, we had. I, I guess, like I said, I thought in the in those three innings, we got runners on base. We had some pitches to 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 hit, and um, we just unfortunately we fouled them off. Adam. Baseball doesn't always go the way it's scripted, but this series with the pitching, especially these top pitchers in the first two games, is it what you expected, sort of, that runs would be tough? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think we were hoping to make runs tough for them, for sure, yeah. Um, I think um, I think both of their starters have, have pitched really well. That was the manager of your Milwaukee Brewers, Craig Council, after the loss for the Brewers, 3 to nothing. The series now 1-1 apiece as it heads to Atlanta. I, I, I You have to wonder how Craig is feeling after that. I like that he said it's not a Woody thing. It's obviously not a Woody thing that the offense isn't working. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like something needs to change about the lineup. Like Tim said, maybe they just need to go with yesterday's lineup. I'm not too sure. But let's hear from the guy who actually did have a good game tonight in Christian Yelich, besides the two strikeouts, one for three with a walk. We'll also hear from starting pitcher of tonight's game, Brandon Woodruff. Brandon, how do you think the pitch tonight? It looked like a couple of their big hits came on change-ups that were down. Yeah. Um, overall, I thought it, um, it went well, but, I mean, runs matter in the postseason. I mean, it's, um, I mean, it's, you can't always be perfect, but, um, yeah, basically two, two pool changeups. Um, Alvies did a good job. It was well below the zone and, uh, he was able to get a barrel on it. And then the one to, uh, Riley just kind of stayed middle-ish and that's kind of what he, he hits really well. And it was, uh, not executed. So, um, you tip your hat to them. They, they put up some good at bats and, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's, uh, you don't want to give up runs cause you know how hard they are to, 
uh, score. Steve? Christian, what is it that Freed's been pitching really, really well for a couple months now? Just what is it about him that makes him so good? Uh, he just made some pitches when he had to. Um, he did a good job of throwing everything for a strike and uh, kind of keeping us off balance. Uh, we didn't really have much going on there for the first um, you know, few innings. Got some traffic towards the end and they just couldn't, um, couldn't get a big hit when we needed one. Yeah, I mean, we gave ourselves uh, a chance, um, you know, and that's what you want in those situations when you're chasing a few runs, just give yourself a chance to tie it with, with one swing of the bat, and uh, it didn't really work out for us um, tonight, but, you know, it happens. We kept, we kept, uh, kept after it, kept putting the pressure on them, and uh, they did a good job making pitches when they had to. Adam? Christian, it seems like on every team there's always one pitcher who just gets the bad luck with run support, and it's Ben Woody this year with how well he's pitched. How, how just frustrating is that as a group that you haven't put many big numbers on the Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how to explain it, so it's just uh, one of those baseball things. There was a little bit of Christian Yelich and Brandon Woodruff from after tonight's game. Brewers, as we mentioned, fall 3 to nothing to the Atlanta Braves. The series heads to Atlanta, the team, the city that took the Milwaukee Braves from us. The Brewers have not announced a starting pitcher for Monday's game, which is at noon, 12.07 Central Time. The Braves, they announced Ian Anderson, who is 9-5 with a 3.58 ERA on the season. He will be their Game 3 starter. You have to wonder... If it's going to be Freddie Peralta, even though he was warming up yesterday in the bullpen, it has to be either him or Eric Lauer, especially after Adrian pitched a couple of innings last night. We'll find out. I'm sure that if you stay tuned into the fan the next couple of days, we will have that for you. And on Monday, we will have another postgame show for you. The uh, Well, hopefully it will be talking about a Brewers win. Hopefully we'll see the offense come alive. Hopefully we'll see something that resembles the team that played in August for this Milwaukee Brewers team. That is going to do it for us on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin baseball postgame show. Our thanks to Bart Winkler, who was at the stadium, for bringing us the sound. Our thanks to Las Vegas for letting Tim do a show there. That's really awesome. Which also thanks to BetQL, our friends, for letting us do that show. And thank you to you for calling in and listening to this show. We've been doing it for 15 years. I've been doing it for three, Tim for 15. We've been here for you through thick and thin, and we're going to stay here for you thick and thin. Yes, the results tonight weren't what we wanted, but they will get back into the win column. You can guarantee it that they will win another game before the season is done. And they still have a great shot to go to the World Series. That is going to do it for us tonight. Tim would tell you to smile because the world will smile back. I agree. Stay smiling. This team is good. They will win again. Good night, Milwaukee. We'll be talking about a win on Monday. How about that? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.